from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today as we answer your questions about your life and your money. Natasha is in Atlanta. Hi, Natasha. How are you? Hi, good and you guys. Better than we deserve. What's up in your world? <laughs> well, um, my world has been upside down for the last seven years. Um, we, me and my husband have, hasn't been very good managing money. I believe we both make good money. My husband works in the film industry, and we end up moving to Atlanta, so he has like, um, a stable job here and income. And I am a teacher, so we make around... $80,000, and sometimes it could be all the way to $100 yearly. But it has been a roller coaster for us to be on the same page. And finally, we found your program, and we're trying to make the right choices. This next two months, we're going to be like negative zero. We're just going to pay all our you know regular utilities, and our payments are pretty high. So we're trying to figure it out. Right now, if we have to get rid of one of our cars, even though our cars don't pay as much, we have one car is by 160 a month, the other is 400 a month, uh, monthly. But we just don't know where to start right now. We're, I'm, I'm going to do like a garage sale to make the $1,000 to start for our savings. We have zero savings. We're just a mess. And we need to know how can we start something. Are you guys doing a budget? Well, that's the first thing we started, um, but right now the budget is ideally, but we have so much things that are like overdue payments that, you know, if we're not going to even have enough money for the budget. We're going to have to catch up the next two months well, just doing payments and just doing payments. Well, I think that you're a little bit confused about how the budget is working. So what you're going to do, so what do you bring home every month around $4,000? Um, I bring, um, uh, 2,800 and my uh -huh. husband brings 6,000. Oh, 6,000. Oh, okay, great. So you're going to plug that into your budget. Uh, what, how do you do your budget now? Is it a spreadsheet? What are you using to create your budget every month? I just have a, it's not really a spreadsheet. It's just, you know, a chart that I created mm -hmm. and it's, we have $8,000 for $100 as income. Okay. 8,400 and, or our goal is um, $8,180. Okay, well, let's start with what your outgo actually is. So you're going to start with the 8400 and you're just going to go down the line and you're going to spend all of that money. So you're going to start with your expenses and go through making sure that you're making minimum payments on everything, not just your, you know, the expenses that you do every month, like groceries and things like that, but also your debt. And just to keep everything current, I know that you said that you're behind on some stuff, mm -hmm. but start out by making minimum payments. And once you've done that, I think you're going to find that there are things that you're spending money on that you don't actually need to spend money on because what, you guys have a great income. What kind of uh, mm -hmm. what kind of debt do you have on? Well, we have the two car loans. Okay. And uh, car car number one that you owe 400 a month on, what's the balance on it? Okay, that is twenty five. Okay. I mean twenty one. The one that's one sixty. What's the balance on it? No, that was is four hundred and five 
560. So one, the 560 is 25,000 and the 400 is 12,000. Okay. All right. And what are your other debts? The student loans. How much? Around $20,000. Okay. What else? We also have um, medical bills and they are already affected our credit scores. And how much? I don't I don't know the number for that. I think it's a roughly around fifteen thousand dollars. And you're paying monthly on these? We're not. We're okay. Not. So you're not we're paying anything on it. Behind. You're not paying anything on that at all. Okay. What else? Um well that's it. Like I don't What's your house know payment? We paid we, we don't own, we rent. What's your rent? Two thousand a month. Two thousand a month. Okay. Yeah. All right. What are you behind on? Right now, we own three months of the car, and we also laid one month on rent. Okay. So what that tells me is is that you all are out of control on your spending because yeah. you have enough to pay these bills. I don't even know where you're getting to 8400 I can't get there. You're not paying anything on these medical. You got 2000 plus you got food, lights, and water. And then you got a yeah. thousand sixty, and or, or no, you got nine hundred sixty in credit card debt or, or in car payments. Student loans yeah. on hold with Biden. Yeah, you you're got, not paying anything on it. You're not working a budget. I think you're just guessing at the numbers every month. And if you're not on a budget, you guys are spending like crazy, and then you're not prioritizing the things Who's that you the actually spender, need to you spend or on. Him? This is what has has is happening. Like I try to for us to stick on a budget. Who's the spender, you or him? I think both. I think we're both very bad spending. Mm-hmm. And why does it I, say on I, my I, screen you're considering a divorce? Yeah. Why does it I, say I, on my screen you're considering a divorce? Um, you, you haven't brought that up in our conversation. I did. Um, sometimes the only escape that I feel I have from the situation is, oh, you know, only well, that would my be if it's his fault. But you didn't just now say it was his fault. You said it was both your fault. But it's hard to, for both of us to be on the same page. It's just hard. Why? Like for now, I, I explain him that we need to like close our personal accounts. And one of the things that you guys recommend is for both to have one account together and he's like okay we can open one account but we will still keep separate accounts at the same time i feel he doesn't trust separate accounts aren't your problem your problem is you spend like you're in congress somewhere between the two of you i'm sorry what do you say last i said you spend out of control no number of accounts will stop that Having a singular account's not going to fix that. Getting rid of him's not going to fix it if you're the problem. So what we've got to do is you guys are going to have to lay out a game plan that the two of you agree to, and um, you guys are getting ready to head into bankruptcy because you're going to get evicted and repoed. You're not but one car payment away from getting into repo land, and you're about half a mortgage or half a rent payment from being evicted if you're my tenant because I don't fool mm-hmm. around with people not paying their rent. So uh, you guys got to get this stuff together. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put you on hold, and we're going to hook you up with one of our coaches, and they're going to sit down with the two of you free, and I'm going to pay for you to go through Financial Peace University, and hopefully that will save your marriage. 
But the two of you, it's time for y'all to look in the mirror and go enough. Because you don't, the numbers you gave us, honey, you got to sell these cars. They're both ridiculous, number one. But number two, you actually could pay these payments with the income you've got. It's doable. But you didn't even choose to pay your rent. Instead, you chose to go party somewhere. I don't know where your freaking money's going. Hold on, we'll help you. Thank you for joining us, America. Jade Washaw Ramsey Personality is my co-host. Well, taxes suck. Taxes are confusing. Taxes make me angry. But grown-ups have to deal with them. Anyway, so confusing, angry, suck. Yeah, all these things are true. So you got to get some help with this if you got a complicated return. And don't trust just anybody with your taxes. You need a real tax expert with, you know, that, that didn't just start doing this two weeks ago, okay? Which means they barely, if maybe, don't know more than you know, which is nothing. Hey, that's kind of me. I know a little bit about taxes, but I guarantee you my stuff is so complicated. I don't do it. I can promise you. Freaking size of a phone book when i'm done with it it's ridiculous and float a small country with a crap you know so you got to get somebody in your corner if you got a complicated return go to ramseysolutions.com slash tax pro you can get one of the ramsey trusted tax pros and we'll connect you to them doesn't cost anything to connect you and then you interview them and figure out if you feel like they got their act together we interviewed them and we think they got their act together otherwise they wouldn't be ramsey trusted thus the name so check it out. Get some help in your corner. RamseySolutions.com slash tax pro. All right, Jade, uh, our last caller. Uh, we didn't have time to do a full counseling session for co- for money on the air. Let me help you guys if you're out there facing that, because I feel like we didn't address the key issue that would be a great learning for everyone else. If you are behind on your payments, behind on your bills, how do you do a budget? Okay. Well, the first thing you do is you have to force rank prioritize. You have to prioritize your dollars. And that means we're going to take care of what we used to learn, and they no longer teach it in the eighth grade called civics, the difference in necessities and luxuries. 98% of what everybody spends money on in America is a freaking luxury. So let me help you with what an actual necessity is. Food. There's one. No, eating out is not a necessity. Some of you people, all you know how to make is reservations, and you got to work <laughs> on that, okay? So food at home cheap that you bought at the grocery store with a coupon. Food is a necessity. Utilities, lights, and water so you have heat and cool. Utilities is number two. Cable is not a utility. Cable is not a utility. Thank you. Hulu 
is not on your list. Oh, Netflix is not a necessity, <laughs> Tiger King. Let me help you, okay? I just had to put that out there. Just helping you with your little increase there to twelve ninety five. Okay. I've got it all, but I'm not broke, okay? So I got Hulu and Netflix. So I'll just give them a little ad there, but they're not a necessity. <laughs> you can live without them. I promise you. Now, once you've gotten food and utilities were bellies full and were warm, number three is shelter. So you take care of your place to live so you're not homeless. You pay your rent. Now, almost everyone can scratch around and make enough money to buy their food, keep their electricity current if they're first, second, and third, and keep your rent paid. Right. The only way you get behind on rent, which our last caller was, is if you are completely discombobulated, screwed up, mm-hmm. and you're spending crazy money on something else. You'd have to be. It's the only way. Because otherwise you, you go, okay, I'm going to go out to eat, but I'm going to get evicted. That's called insanity. I mean, stupid, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we're going on this trip, but we're going to get evicted. Well, you, that that's, I mean... What are your parents, cousins? Really? I mean, seriously, no one does that, but people do it all the time because when we get all stressed out, we don't force rank priorities. And if you'll just get real calm, cool, and collected and go, we're going to eat before we do anything, not eat out. Mm -hmm. We're going to pay the utilities, not cable before Mm -hmm. we do anything. We're going to pay rent. And when Mm -hmm. you do those three things, you got a lot of money. Most of you left over after those three things. Then the next one's transportation. Yeah. Now, that, this is the one that gets people, Dave. Yeah, well, they had $960 in car payments. They did. So we're going to fix their transportation problem because we're going to sell that crap. Tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> if you can't pay the car payment, hello, there's a signal here. Yeah. God is saying, sell the car. It wasn't even Dave. God said it. And you know how I know he said that? The blessings of the Lord have no sorrow added to them. That's right. He said that in the Psalms. And if you have sorrow added to something, it's not from God. And this lady has sorrow. They're about to have their cars repoed. And she's thinking about divorce. And she's thinking about divorce because they're going to pay their car payments. So these cars need to go. In the meantime, you actually have $8,000 a month coming in. How? Almost $9,000 a month coming in. How do you not pay $1,000 worth of car and $2,000 worth of rent? That's only $3,000. $5,000 left over after that. How are you behind on those? Because you didn't have them prioritized. That's right. what it tells me. Right. Okay. After 30 years of doing this, I have great insight. <laughs> <laughs> These are things that you need to build into your your daily way of life. Your budget is something that is not something that you make once a year and you come back to it when things are bad. You do your budget every single month before the month begins. You create that plan. You spend every dollar on paper or digital paper every month before it begins. So you have a plan so you can see what are the areas that need attention. Maybe you do need to get your income up. That's not really the case in her situation. Wouldn't hurt, She's got a spend. They've got a spending problem. Yeah. And maybe you'll start to see that as you put your budget together. But let's just pretend for a second. Okay. She said she's three car payments or two car payments. Behind. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So what's it take to get current and pay this month? $2,000. She could do that. This month. And what's it take? She's a one month behind on rent. Yeah. What's it take to get current on that? Another 2000 Yeah. It's 4000 bucks. Yeah. So you could be 100% current on the things that matter in one month. That's right. And her student loan is not But now you're not going to do anything else. Do. You're not going to do anything else. Something else might get behind. 
Well, and if something yeah. like if you got Mastercard laying there, uh, they can jump in a creek. We get we 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 don't get evicted, and we don't pay Mastercard if we got to choose. When you like the taste of steak at a restaurant more than you like the feeling of paying your bills on time, you got a problem. Hello. You yeah. would rather sit wine and dine yourself. You would rather go on trips that you can't afford than just have the peace of paying your your bills on time and sleeping at night. Yeah. But here's the thing. If you're behind like that, you said early in the conversation, how do you, you're doing the budget wrong. What you yeah. need to do is you need to spend this month's $8,600 on this month's problems. Yeah. And until you clear food, utilities, housing, and transportation and get them all current, you don't spend anything else on anything. I don't care if somebody doesn't like it. Oh, and you need to stop your stupid 401k withholding. You're over here making investments while you're paying $1,000 in car payments. Okay? So that this is what's going on in that house. Yeah. yeah. I'm not fussing at her. I'm just saying mathematically, this is so easy for some of you to turn around within one month or two months. You could be 100% current and on, on the things that matter. Yeah. Because here's the thing. You emotionally, Dr. John Deloney could do a whole clinic on this. You're emotionally completely shut down in crisis mode, trauma mode. Yeah. Your brain, your fit, your critical thinking skills shut down when you are in threat of being hungry, homeless, and have your lights cut off and your cars repoed. These are the necessities of life yeah. to have, you know, food, shelter, clothing, transportation, and utilities. Clothing, we don't need to worry about. You yeah. know you got clothing, okay? Shut up. There's 73 pairs of shoes in there. Shut up. You don't need clothing. Good Lord, the money we spend. I mean, the, we've got enough clothing last, okay? Yeah. So, um, I mean, if you're trying to make a fashion statement and you're getting evicted, you got other issues, right? Well, you got to grow up, Dave. And I can, oh, say, there's I can say that because I've been there. I've had to look in the mirror and go, Jade, you're acting like a child. You're buying clothes. You're going out to eat. And you cannot pay your bills. You've got to change. You've got to do what you're doing differently. Doing things the same way and expecting the same result. That's insanity. So... And I was an insane take, child. Take care of the four walls first. That's not insanity. It's the opposite. Food, shelter, clothing, transportation, and utilities. Get current on them before you worry about anything else. Everyone else can jump in the creek until that's done. Yep. Marshall Ramsey personality is my co-host in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Gilbert and Michelle are with us. Hey, guys. Welcome. Hi. Good to have you. Where do you guys live? Tucson, Arizona. Oh, great place. Well, welcome to Nashville. Good to have you. All the way up here to do a debt-free scream. How much have you paid off? $113,417. Way to go. And how long did this take you? 39 months. Good for you. And your range of income during that time? Uh, we always hovered around 165, 170 in between there. Okay, cool. What do y'all do for a living? So I'm in sales, and then I also have a part-time uh, counseling job on the side. I'm a 1099 through a psychiatry office. Great. 
And I do IT consulting in Tucson. Great. Very cool. What kind of debt was your 113400 It was our house. That was Whoa! Our house. Whoa! Looking at weird people. I love it. Way to go, you weirdos. What's this house worth? What's um, it worth? I think around three hundred now. We're not quite sure. Nice. Yeah. And it's paid for. Yeah, love for. it. Man. Yes. How old are you two? I'm forty three. I'm forty four. And you're a paid for house. Mm-hmm. A paid for house. That's so weird. Yeah. It's awesome. It's not you really settled in on you how unusual you are, seriously? Uh, I mean, very bit, few 44 year olds have a pay for house <laughs> every day kind of settles in a little bit more like when i open up the door to do laundry it's all of a sudden like oh my gosh i my we own our house nobody can take this from us man that's so cool if we yeah. were able to see it build because we took a yardstick and numbered it mm-hmm. so that way we could track it and every night when we ate dinner together we could see where that was at and it was there every night showing where we were at and also where we were going sometimes that felt like forever yeah and other times we would put large amounts and we're like whoa look how far that just went and so you could really see it with the yardstick that we had a little so. bit like parenting the days are short the days are long and the years are short yeah that's a good analogy <laughs> yeah. so were you with us before the home payoff journey in the debt-free journey as well yeah so uh when i first met gilbert I was in grad school uh, racking up student loans and I had a card loan and he was 100% debt free mm-hmm. house paid for and even in that time he actually bought another property cash and so he was kind of my first like how does this happen and I did think at that time like this well he can do it but I don't know how I'm going to do it and then I graduated and I knew I'd take a pay cut but um, as I was getting job offers at counseling therapy offices and everything I looked at the numbers I'm like I can't eat I have all this student loan and now I can't eat. And I sat, we were doing numbers at the tables and I sat there and I cried and I cried. And so that's when I started realizing I, I'll pay off my car loan. That will be the very first thing. And it gave me my first like win, as you say. And then yeah. after that, I was like, what if I didn't have my school loan? What would that feel like? And I remember I had a classmate. She had this like little strange envelope system. And I kind of started Googling <laughs> like how to get out of debt. And of course you came up. And from that moment on, it was definitely a spiritual thing because I sat on my couch and I read it and I was like, why not? Why can't I do it? And then from that moment on, I just went for it. And I think it was 24 months, almost to the exact day of paying off a little over $80,000. $80,000. Wow. It's just student loan debt that she did. Yeah. I'm so proud of her. Amen. And then how how long have y'all been married? March will be four years. Four years okay. So after wow. you get married then, we look at the house then and we, we go, at the house we're together. doing this in 39 months. Ding, ding. Yeah. So we knew we wanted to pay it off fast and we were kind of building a plan and um, getting a little bit aggressive. And then 2020, we're like, okay, we're going to really go at it. And then obviously the pandemic happens <laughs> and I get furloughed for uh, almost three months from there. And of course, at that time, you're like, I don't know if I'm going to have a job when I go back. I mean, we rode that out really nicely because we were out of debt, but we thought, what if this house wasn't here? How much better would that be? Mm. And from that moment on, I went back to work and we just went gung-ho from there. We stayed gazelle intense. I know that's not necessarily the plan to have to, but we wanted to stay that just because we knew how much freedom that would give us. Amen. Yeah. So the last 12 months is I think we paid off around $75,000. Oh, most of it. Wow. In, in most months. of it was in the last, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we sold. Once uh, you can see the finish line, it's weird. You just, you get yeah. geared up. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. ended up selling one of his stocks and then we had a little bit over in our savings and then we took my car fund. I think it was like the last month. We're like, let's just do it. 
to get rid of it. So who supported you in this process or who thought you were crazy? Well, it's either one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gilbert was definitely my biggest fan, I guess you could say, throughout the process. And he really supported me. And um, friends and family were there. They're like, okay, cool. That's great. You know, <laughs> even had some friends like, good for you, but that's just not for me. But, but they don't have a paid off house. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. yeah. Way so. to go, you guys. So, yeah, we met later on in, in our life mm-hmm. for us. And so I, my story a little bit for my journey happened well before then in my early 20s. And part of my story is a little bit similar to yours, Dave, where I had lots of real estate, but I kind of went about it in the wrong way with large amounts of debt. Mm -hmm. And then in 08 happened, in 09 happened, and I was able to get out from some of that, but not all of it. Mm -hmm. But it was just enough to still bury me in that. But I learned so much from that, and from that on, I was never again. And so I rebuilt from the ground up, but from then on, I paid cash for my house. And it was a small house. I went from a nice custom home. What was, it's called the Oro Valley area next to Tucson. Mm-hmm. I got rid of that. And I went to a little two-bedroom townhouse just because I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm never going back to debt. Yeah, yeah. And so even though it was my primary home and I was affording it, I knew if I just sold that and I started from scratch from then on, it was just going to set me in a good spot. And I did that and I was able to build some wealth in some of that time on my own before we had met in some of that. And so it was a spot when we met, you know, I, you hear some people of like, well, on the relationship side, would you take on someone and meet someone in debt and any of that? But I knew who she was as a person. She was working it. Yeah, she, she was, was who it. she was uh-huh. as a person. And she was someone worth going through that experience with, even though I had gotten out of it and we weren't married yet. Yeah. I didn't partake in that. And it was her win. She ended up winning herself and go fighting through that to get out of her student loan debts. Amen. Yeah. Well done. With the house paid off now, I think that that did throw us into the Baby Steps Millionaires from there. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Hey. I love to hear it. Not yeah. only do you have a paid for house at 44, but you're Baby Steps Millionaires. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I love it. I love yeah. it. Wow. Way to go, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. How's it feel to be free? Oh, sometimes words can't even say it. Yeah. One of the things that was just before we were still working and we saw like what was happening with student loans and a bunch of them were getting forgiven there was frustration at the table one night from that and we're like we worked so hard for that and it's just gonna get written off but it was like but what who it made us mm-hmm. like you can't just give you be given that you have to work through that and become that yeah and that changed our perspective on that then no mm-hmm. amount of money can actually build those characteristics yeah it's who no are you becoming and so for me to live in a country where there's freedom but to my biblical basis it means for me to, to the debt is slave to the lender. And once I really put that principle in my life, I'm like, I want to live a free life. That means I have to stay out of debt. And I encourage anyone else, even if you're just playing with it, you feel like you're just managing it because you make a large amount of money. I hear you a know, lot of people that make a lot, but they just manage it. That is one of the big differences between uh, doing stuff Ramsey and just doing financial stuff. Mm-hmm. Because we're so into you and who you are the relationships, we're into the character, into that whole process, as much as we are, here's the tactics for getting out of debt, uh, that, that what we end up doing, and, and it's almost unintentional, but it's also a necessary part of the journey if it's going to be permanent, is we're not only leading you to get out of debt, we're helping you transform yeah, yeah to become absolutely. something different yeah. in the process. Who are and you that, that happens so often in that process. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind it's not it's not merely paying off debt it's a complete 
metamorphosis, a complete transformation. A complete, yeah. You guys are incredible. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Hey, we've got the Live and Give bundle for you. It's the Total Money Makeover book, the Baby Steps Millionaires book, and the Financial Peace University membership. Way to go. Gilbert and Michelle, house and everything, 44 years old, Tucson, Arizona, 113000 paid off in, thir- in 39 months, making one sixty-five. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, Three, two, one. one. We're debt free! Yeah! Woo! Man, that is awesome. This is the Ramsey Show. Shaw Ramsey personality is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Sam's with us in Lansing, Michigan. Hey, Sam, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, how are you guys today? Great. How can we help? So, um, my wife uh, informed me a couple weeks ago that she was twenty-three, dollars $24,000 in credit card debt without me knowing over the course of the last year. And I was wondering what would be the best way to pay it off. We have a couple options. Um, I got lucky, rather be lucky than good. I won $36,000 at the casino. Um, but that money I already, um, about a month ago, and I already had that money tied up in money market because I'm using that to, for the down payment on my next home. Um, we could cash in her 401k, which has $25,000 in it, and pay it off. Or do we just um, kind of suck it up and just make the payments and just pay it down month by month? Hmm. Um, I just wonder what the best option would be to avoid the interest payments and everything like that. Yeah. You realize the interest payments aren't the real problem in your house, right? Uh, How long have you been married? That, How long have you been married? Uh, we, uh, we have been married for a year and a half now. Okay. And how long has she had this debt? Um, a year. It started um, basically when my son was born a little bit over a year ago. And it was just uh, online ordering, mm-hmm. stuff like that, three different credit cards, going shopping kind of thing. And, and I never really noticed that we have separate finances. And I never really noticed it because we don't have any debt you know, yeah. other than our house. We, we, don't, we don't owe so, anything. So how's that working for you? Of, oh, it was working fantastic up until a couple weeks ago. Mm, don't think it is, do you? No, not been no. work. It's not been working for some time, like ever in your married life. It just was no, revealed. Correct. It was just revealed a couple of weeks ago. Correct. Yeah, you all are not on the same page. Not at all. Also, she's spending as a coping mechanism. She she's yeah. there's something that she's trying to cope with, and she's not doing it in a healthy way, and so she's looking to spending. And Is so she until, revenge spending because you're gambling. I don't gamble that I, that was the second time I had been at the casino in five years. What'd you spend? And did you budget for it or did you just go and do it on a whim? Uh, we just 
we just did it. We just did it on a whim, basically. Mm. Okay. And oh, well, all right. So, uh, I think the thing that num- number one, when we're meeting, when we're researching millionaires, one of the things we find typically among the, and we've done the largest study of millionaires ever done, Sam. Uh, is that the husband and wife uh, are working together and there aren't secrets and there is not impulsive spending. And uh, the number of millionaires in our study that became millionaires in a casino is precisely zero. The number of millionaires in our study whose wife or husband hides their finances from them because they don't have good communication is precisely zero. So those are the things that concern me more than the actual credit card debt. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes, I do. So if you guys want to prosper and do extremely well, which is our goal to help you because we love you, we want you to win, uh, it would entail uh, combining your finances, only one checking account, and a budget meeting every month that the two of you sit down together both of you have a vote. For some reason she doesn't think she's got a vote. She had to hide it from shame or guilt or something. Um, and we've got to rebuild trust, which has been violated here. And uh, the two of you together, she has a vote. You have a vote. We are in agreement about what our future goals are and where we're going from there. And so um, you don't agree with this, but I'm going to tell you what I think, okay, because you called here. Um, I think you both did something stupid, and the only good news is it cancels out. I think you got lucky. Instead of losing a pile of money, you came home with a pile of money. That's the worst thing that can happen at a casino because you're so dumb. Then you go back again thinking you're that guy. And so I'm cashing this money out, paying off these credit cards. We're going to combine our finances, and we're going to set a goal where we're very diligent, very steady, not flashy, to save up a down payment for a home together. In meantime, whatever spending we're going to do that is reasonable spending, the two of us are going to be in agreement every single month before the month begins, and not following through on that, you or her is lying to your spouse. And uh, so what she did here is not cute. It's not funny, and what you did here is not cute, and it's not funny. It can be devastating if it's extended out and forward. Both of them can be. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, you know, I, I'm fussing at you because I love you and I want you to win. But if you were my kid and you're 30 years old, this is exactly how I would talk to you and what I would tell you as your friend. Um, not because I'm your dad, but because I love you and because I want you to win. And so, uh, uh, Sam, if you haven't had, in our world, we call what she did financial infidelity. Yeah. Because it activates the same place in you that sexual infidelity does because it's a violation of trust Yeah, to run up $24,000 and destroy or rather delay your dream of buying mm-hmm. a home mm-hmm. because of financial misbehavior Yeah, and a lie. Yeah. And to be honest, if I'm in their situation, I'm probably going to seek out some counseling. Some marriage counseling. Yeah, because they're they're early on and and this is not they're still forming that that foundation and this is not the sort of thing that you want in the foundation you want to get to the bottom of this find out why you guys are keeping secrets find out why she's feeling necess- feeling it's necessary to medicate by spending and and possibly same for you 
Sam, I, I, and I think if I were in your shoes and I was 24 and some guy said to me what I just said to you, I would have a tendency to blow it off like you're overreacting, Dave. You're overstating this. And what I'm saying is, is these two things, uh, these three things, not working together, hiding and lying about money and gambling are three things that will cause you to not become a millionaire. So this is like a million dollar discussion. Yeah. That's why this is important. So I'm not overreacting because even though it's only 24,000 and 36,000, it's small in the, in the scope of life. What the, the behaviors are going to prohibit you or delay you at minimum yeah. from becoming wealthy to the tune of millions and millions of dollars. So this is a, it, this is a, I'm not overreacting because this is millions of dollars we're talking about. Absolutely, over time. Yeah, Dave, you're being kind because this, this, this is a big deal to me. I mean, if Sam Warshaw, if I found out Sam Warshaw went behind my back and spent $25,000, there'd be an atom bomb that went off. You would see the explosion. I'm just saying. There'd be a little, little, <laughs> little fire. There'd be on. birds, little birds chirping around his head because I would have knocked him out. <laughs> 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 so but, but i i, I kind of think it might have been more likely you that would do that than him though <laughs> you know what that's probably true because i am the spender he is the saber he, he's mr deliberate yeah he is which yeah. is even more reason if he did that i would have gone off on him but it's it's what you said these little things it makes me think of that that scripture that says well, a little leaven the only time that we've even come close to that at our house and we did come in the early days we had lots of arguments mm. about money and fights was when I was so overbearing, I know you can't imagine that happening, that Sharon <laughs> didn't feel like she had a vote. Yeah. And she will tell you that at about year seven of our marriage, she felt like she got her voice, Yeah, is the way she says it. And she never lost it since, I'll just tell you. But, um, <laughs> her voice. But, but her voice. <laughs> but I got my voice. And, um, and, and yeah, but it was, she got her vote. Yeah. And, uh, and, and from then on, she's kind of had two. <laughs> but um to make up for the lost years but that's the thing if you don't feel like you're you have a a, a voice in the thing or you can't ha make a lot you can't you can't get there in a discussion mm. then one spouse tends to go off and hide stuff and do things and that's not an indication it's not a money problem that's a relationship that's problem. right that's right it's a relationship problem and it wasn't it wasn't my house too sam i'm yeah. just admitting just like you but i'm just old and it was a long time ago yeah that's the only difference sam um, don't be mad at us. We love you. That's why we're picking on you. But I would fix those things in my house because they're costing you over the rest, the scope of the rest of your life, millions of dollars yep. if you don't fix them. This is The Ramsey Show. Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.